What's going on, y'all? You are officially tuned in to the dopest podcast in the universe, Time Bomb Radio. Pat yourselves on the back. We have made it to episode nine. Nigga, we made it. Lavender cheesecake, papaya mints, Durban poison, Master Kush. That's what's on my menu for this week. What are you smoking? Put it in the comment section. We're going to start doing reviews and just uh, letting the people know... uh, what we're partaking in as far as uh you know the the sacraments the herbal sacraments uh what do you meditate to what what type of flavors are you putting in the air right now um we have quite a few topics to discuss today so we're gonna get right into it was rihanna the first meg the stallion rewarded by hollywood for throwing a black man under the bus minimizing the black man Irrefutable proof that everyone is against the black man, including the black man and woman. Now, if you really think about it, Chris Brown was having an amazing run. You know, and he, it, he still happened to have an amazing run, regardless of the controversy. He was still pumping out them hits, regardless after the Rihanna thing. But even before Rihanna, he was having a a a, a streakless, clean run. With nothing in his way to obstruct him from the trajectory that he was on to becoming an icon. All right. Now, y'all just stay with me here and see where I'm going with this. Um, Chris Brown's career was never the same. Now, his, his talent happened to supersede the situation at hand. But that's only because he had such an immense talent when it comes to dancing and and singing and doing what he does uh so people were almost able to put him in that r kelly space where we know we 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 know you did something crazy but we're gonna let the talent you know outweigh whatever it is that you have done um to, to 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 fall short now I heard Rihanna is a crazy island chick, to be honest. Crazy Barbados islands chick uh, with, a, with a temper, and she's real demanding. You know, that bratty princess type of mentality where it's her way or no way, and we'll get physical and, and combative if um, you challenge that mind state. There's plenty of women like that. I strongly feel like Rihanna is one of those women. Her and many other women in this industry who don't really have a strong set of morals when it comes to just being chill and down to earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not naturally instilled in a lot of these celebrities. And so um, I do believe that her and Chris Brown had a tumultuous relationship indeed, but it was a it was a fair exchange in regards to what was being dealt and given out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know what they say. If you can't, if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. Well, Rihanna better get the fuck out the kitchen. And same with Meg the Stallion, because it seems that there's a pattern here, a pattern of people who are in relationships where there's a mutual understanding of how they treat each other. You know, if it's an, if it's an abusive relationship, that abuse is mutual. You know, but at the end of the day, it, it it falls on that black man who inadvertently gets thrown under the bus whenever 
situations like these are brought to the light and it only favors the woman's side. So what I'm trying to say is Rihanna should have been locked up as well. And at the end of the day, if Meg the Stallion framed Tory Lanez because she was that desperate to make a point, whether whether she felt unwanted as a woman because her and Tory Lanez did have a relationship or, or or whatever, it seems that it's looking like Meg the Stallion went to some drastic measures to really uh, make it seem like the woman in distress story similar to Rihanna in exchange for Hollywood rewarding her with more opportunities when it comes to her upward escalation in her career brand endorsements more collaborations more billboard placements and awards for music and video concepts that really aren't original and really aren't innovative in any type of way it's just you know uh cardi b all over again uh Nicki minaj all over again but with a texas stamp on it and that's that's what i mean by these clones meg the stallion being one of them who they're highly empowering right now regardless of the fact of whether she's a clone or not she's being highly empowered right now by the elite because she is very obedient to their agenda now back to rihanna rihanna did not have fenty she was not a billionaire none of this was going on prior to the the uh the situation with chris brown now i do believe that you can sacrifice somebody's career meaning you don't have to necessarily end that person's life but if if the elites in hollywood want to bring somebody down and and want to use another celebrity as a tool to help tarnish that other celebrity's image or bring them down they will definitely do so by using another person like rihanna and because rihanna followed through with uh, being a tool which was calling the police or in, instead of trying to uh, I don't know privately handle the situation that she had going on with Chris Brown or even just leaving him entirely um, in exchange for, for the police attention and the tabloids that that received in, in Chris Brown's career completely just tanking at that point in time uh, nobody wanted to fuck with Chris Brown nobody so she was rewarded she got more collaborations with the biggest artists of the time. She got um, everything you could imagine that an artist can receive. Um, everything that Beyonce has and more, I believe. Because Beyonce is not even a billionaire yet without, Jay- without Jay-Z. So I believe they rewarded her even more than Beyonce um, by making Rihanna a billionaire. Which she currently is. We got to keep in mind, y'all, Rihanna, you know, she come from being barefoot, running around Barbados, understanding the life of poverty that she comes from. Then you would understand how it's not far fetched to believe that she would do something to derail somebody for the sake of enhancing her lifestyle. Because she's seen the bottom of the bottom. She's the definition of got it from the mud. 
all that shit these rappers talk about you know she really comes from that in in barbados as far as you know just living living the life of poverty the island life of poverty and then look at meg the stallion now not to say that she was poor or anything but you know this is an average chick or whatever just trying to get through school or whatever you know what i mean uh Bound by the rules and laws That her parents set before her As they should You know To make sure that they, they child turn out right You know But her being thirsty to Just be this hot girl And And Break out of the The, the confined Or what she saw As confined Rules that her parents made for her to live by You know It's almost like she couldn't wait To be this Super thought of an artist As far as emulating what Nicki Minaj is doing As soon as her mom died She wasted no time to start doing what she's doing Like all this hot girl stuff That she currently is famous for right now That has unfortunately made her a household name Got her Burger King endorsements When there's so many Lauren Hill level talented Females out here that are bad too Like big booty, pretty face Got you know, slim waist got all of the physical attributes that a Meg Thee Stallion would have, but natural, natural. Not that Meg Thee Stallion is natural. I'm just saying, like, and more petite. Meg, Meg is a pretty big chick. You know, she like six one, six two. You know what I'm saying? So let's keep it real. Um, we don't even know if she's a woman, but that's another story. On to the next topic. We're gonna discuss Undias. Un Rivera of Entertainment. Who is he? Why is he not mentioned enough for his contributions to hip hop? Um, I'm per- I'm personally confused as to why Un Diaz isn't mentioned more when he had such a strong influence in the music business um, in the mid to late '90s in hip hop in in early 2000s. This guy is responsible. For uh, partly responsible for the notorious B.I.G. success, even though B.I.G. was signed to Bad Boy, I believe he was managed by Undias Entertainment, who was also responsible for Mace because Biggie wanted to sign. Not Mace, I apologize. Responsible for Cameron, but Undias also managed Mace too, I believe. So he played a big role in hip hop. It seems after he was stabbed by Jay Z. He was stabbed by Jay-Z in the club. There was some type of confrontation. And um, Jay-Z claims that in a split decision, uh, fight or flight mode decision, he, he stabbed Undiaz because he felt like it was his life or Un's life or their life or whatever, vice versa. Un's life or his life, however you say it. But the result was Jay stabbing Un. And after this whole like ordeal in the club in early 2000s, this is when Jay was at like his height with the Dynasty La Familia album. Bean, Beans was popping. So he stabs Un, and after it's almost like Un just disappeared. You know, um, I was much younger at the time when this was even going on. But if I'm like just tracing the, the history of hip hop, I don't remember it. Really seeing unaround Or hearing about him after like 2001 Two maybe You know so that's just really weird If you guys know anything about Undies And um, know what he might be up to Or what he's involved with On what level Then uh, put it in the comment section I just bring him up because If people that were that highly involved In the game disappear 
there must be a reason like there must be something that they seen or experienced that turned them off completely from wanting to even have any type of dealings with this music industry uh, to further validate the masonic and satanic industry that we know it to be next topic the reason for Dirk versus the baby slash NBA young boy beef. It's actually over King Vaughn and um, them dropping their joint album. So the baby, the rapper the baby, an NBA young boy rapper out of Louisiana, they have a joint album out right now called Better Than You, and they dropped it the same day as King Vaughn's posthumous second. Solo album Um So that's just kind of weird Like the fact that That whole energy is weird You know I, I'm not against people collaborating But As a man Or just a human being in general Like It's corny It's super corny If you know this is the person's op And you know you're gonna catch a bunch of flack Behind dropping your album This joint album you're about to do with his op on the same day as his album release You know what that can That can only result in one thing And that's and that's controversy You know what I'm saying Like we have to be more conscious of The things we do And stop trying to just do things For, for, for clout and shock value purposes This was completely premeditated And strategized on the baby's part And it's, it's a complete shame on the baby Right now Um I've been looking at him funny ever since that bowling alley fight. You know, he's always been kind of funny style to me. Any man that dresses up in a in a in a diaper, any grown man that can wear a diaper and dress around, walk around as a, a baby in a diaper, you know, um, you gotta watch them close and really peep how how they're following the agenda and what they might be doing. And what he was already doing early was showing the infantile baby boy mind state that he wants to keep. Young black men in Or black men in general To think like baby boys He is exactly what his name refers to He is a big ass baby A modern day baby The baby Don't know how to handle situations uh, Just ignorant all around You know So Like I said King Vaughn And OTF Which is King Vaughn and Lil Durk that, That's their whole team OTF they got beef, drama, real drama with 4KT, which is 4K Trade. That's, that is a Louisiana-based uh, street gang and music collective team, whatever you want to call that. And that is led by rapper NBA Youngboy. Other rappers who are a part of 4KT is... Uh, Quando Rondo, Rolling 60s Crip uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Quando Rondo, and another uh, Rolling 60s Crip affiliate, which is Quando Rondo's best friend, Lil Tim, who's actually the shooter who killed King Vaughn in self defense for Quando Rondo because he was getting jumped by like 25 niggas. You know, that, let's just keep it real. That wasn't even a fair fight. In the beginning it was, you know, to see uh, Vaughn just giving him the hands one-on-one But with all them people around you, anything could have happened and, and, and for anyone to say they wouldn't have done the same for their homie is a straight liar You know, when it comes down to the person, the character, the, the artist I definitely liked King Vaughn more But 
he handled that situation completely irresponsible completely irresponsibly i apologize and suffered the consequences unfortunately um recently 147 cowboy which is the cousin of king vaughn has come out on social media dissing the baby letting him know that he's a bitch uh for what he did uh which he is you know that that was super corny man like we we don't get down like that that's not how we move and so when i see other people do things out of the norm um it's got to be called out that was real corny on the baby's part he should have never agreed to that album date so it's not about how much we like these people's songs it's about how they how they move how they base their decisions and what they really basing their decisions around what type of hate and hostile energy did you really have for king vaughn um that you just weren't vocal about after or before he died because you really got to hate somebody and got and have some real hostile energy for them to drop on their album day when you know this is about their legacy this is about feeding their kids this is about feeding their team their loved ones uh with this posthumous album and you drop it on the same day and you title it i'm better than you or better than you that's the that's a direct diss there's nothing subliminal about that there's no there's no sneak dissing about that that's as direct as it gets and it needs to be taken as that so whatever happens to the baby moving forward he completely earned that you earn that the baby whatever the repercussions might be for for you being a follower and doing anything to stay relevant like it's like what are we getting rich for what are we getting these record deals and these opportunities for just so we could literally throw it out the window by doing some goofy ass shit dropping an album calling it i'm better than you with somebody's mortal enemy somebody whose team is responsible for ending that man's life like i said it's it's cool to collaborate that's fine but when you strategically name it the way you named it, I'm better than you, and drop it on the same day as that that man who's no longer here to even defend himself verbally or physically, you drop it on the same day. That's corny, man. That's 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 thought out and strategized, man. So shame on the baby. Uh, I would say shame on NBA young boy, but that's what ops are supposed to do, and. He's King Von's op So what do you expect Dead or alive He gonna He gonna diss And he gonna Get his shit off But that was none of the baby's business And he didn't have to move that way With the business By strategizing it like that So I'm not no Dirk fan like that But shout out to Dirk For staying Ten toes down Or whatever On NBA Youngboy's neck And the baby's neck About this whole situation And uh And anyone else Who sides with me About this Because I'm not one to take sides, but this is clearly a violation on the baby's part. Now, no limit, Cairo, no limit. Cairo exposes G Herbo in exclusive 16 shot him interview. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch 16 shot him on YouTube, but check his interviews out. He is actually the dopest uh, new YouTuber out of Chicago. He pretty much replaced Zach TV as far as covering the dopest new artists. Let's uh, protect that man at all costs Because he's really out there in the field Conducting these interviews With with all his jewelry on um, With his equipment Handling his business And um, you know it seems like the city's really Looking out for him But you know we could we could have said the same thing For Zach TV and look what happened to him We all see how that turned out You know um, so Check out the interview that he just did uh, 16 shot on visuals With No Limit Cairo of the NLMB uh, Never Leave My Brothers I believe that stands for 
which is the same street gang that G Herbo or Lil Herb claims, um, and Lil Bibby claims as well, or used to claim before he completely uh, detached from that and, and kind of you know moved with a new identity, which is cool. It's cool to to, to grow sometimes, um, but you can grow in several ways. You can grow and still be loyal to your to your original team. And then some people, they feel like they got to completely detach, you know, especially if they weren't involved with the team sliding and doing things, you know, that we can't really speak about on camera. Um, so according to G Herbo, all of the things that he raps about is related to this gang NLMB that No Limit Cairo is an original member of. He's actually like the walking embodiment of NLMB. So when you think of No Limit, the same thing that that uh, G Herbo is always screaming and talking about, you need to talk about and think about No Limit Cairo. Check his interview out again. Like I said, if this is true, what he's saying, then this will be the biggest exposing of any rapper in the past decade. Um, he's pretty much saying that everything that G Herbo raps about is not true. None of it. Um, and that's crazy because... All G Herbo's career is built upon is PTSD and pain and drama and stress and all the things that come along with being a part of the environment of Chirac. You know, um, being in the field like that, things like that, you know. Uh, Next topic. Next topic What team is Dave Chappelle really on? I actually just saw a very insightful uh, documentary About Dave Chappelle Clearly being a Mason And clearly following all of the steps To enhance his career um, Step by step throughout his career I suggest you guys all check it out um, this is a breakdown by Dwayne McLean. You know, we, we always shouting out Dwayne McLean, showing him love as we should. Uh, super dope YouTuber. Uh, check that out. Dave Chappelle and Dwayne McLean. Just type it in together. D-U-A-N-E uh, McLean. And I want to build with you guys on that and talk about like the symbology. If you guys really just look at like Block Party DVD cover, the Dave Chappelle Block Party, uh, where you had all of these rappers, Talib Kweli, Mos Def, Common performing, you'll see all type of symbols and and imagery displayed on that cover that will blow you away and surprise you. You'll also see Dave Chappelle posing in many pictures, throwing up um, all types of symbolism um, that you can't just freestyle. You know, this has to be taught. This has to be learned. And, and and clearly Dave has been applying it throughout the years And it's been going right over the majority of our heads Myself included Because when I saw this this little mini doc that uh, Dwayne McLean put together That shit blew my mind So I suggest you guys check it out as well um, So yeah again type in Dave Chappelle, Dwayne McLean And it'll come up Dwayne McLean TV uh, Shout out to that brother right there and shout out to everybody that's been tuning in. Uh, before we even get any further into the podcast, I want to shout out 
all of the states that have been tuning in. We got Iowa, we got Texas, we got Atlanta, Georgia, we got Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, Daytona Beach, Florida. We have Panama City in the building. We have New Jersey on the check-in. New York, all over the place. Manhattan, Long Island. Shout out to Long Island. Shout out Upper Bronx. Shout out um, Eastchester and Westchester that's tapped in. The whole Seattle, Washington. Um, shout out my bro A1 for getting Seattle tapped in. The whole Washington tapped in with the podcast. A1, if you're listening, you already know you family, bro. Um, we rooting for you. Everybody go check out my Crody. He's performing live at South by Southwest uh, on March 16th. What day is it right now? The 15th. So that's tomorrow. Today is Tuesday, the 15th of March. So he's performing Wednesday, the 16th of March. Y'all go check my Crody out. You know what I mean? Um, super dope, talented artist from out the West Coast. The Northern West Coast. He over there by Northern Cali. So you know he getting that good. That good, good. You know what I'm saying? That good medicine. Um, we are going to talk about LA social media personality rapper and rapper uh, Crip Mac becoming who he is due to a fatherless household. So, pretty much, I don't know if you guys watch the internet lately like I have been. Um, I actually watch it more now than ever because I'm constantly looking for topics to address for the podcast and I couldn't help but discover Crip Mac the rapper from uh 55 uh neighborhood crip out there in Los Angeles and he's actually super entertaining but it's crazy it gets even more entertaining when you realize that he's not acting he really is uh every 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 bit of who he seems to be um which is a a crazy madass gangster crip with a screw loose. He, you know, uh, but he has a good heart, and that's what makes it even more entertaining because he's actually get using the donations and the money that he's making off his social media platform, and he's putting it into uh, legitimate organizations, foundations, programs for the like fitness programs with uh, Coach Warren out there in California. Shout out Coach Warren. And ODM Slim and his whole team out there Lupe is manager um, Shout out to people who's around Crip Mac That actually uh, Care about his well-being and, and not just making a dollar And actually see That he people like him Just need to be understood And once you understand What people are trying to do um, It's so powerful What certain platforms could do Because Adam22 and No Jumper Completely transformed Crip Mac's life as far as um, Making him an overnight Viral sensation and now Him pretty much getting Endorsements uh, Being in the position to Help homeless people And I believe he does this Weekly You know what I mean daily if not weekly You know he's committed to to His cripping and his form of cripping I definitely Respect you know uh, so Everybody tap in with Crip Mac on YouTube uh, the thing that made me want to bring him up, though, is, is because he has a lot of hate and anger and aggression, a lot of venom toward his father. And if you really think about all of the shit that Crip Mac has been through, him being in and out of jail his whole life, getting in all of the squabbles that he's gotten into, it really stems from the anger of just not having a real strong black role model around. 
in his household to show him right from wrong. And, um, you know, he, he, he jumped off the porch like a, like a chicken with his head cut off, not knowing where to go, but running pretty much the streets everywhere and getting into shit everywhere. And, uh, it made him the person that we love on social media, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, we would, we would be lying if we would, if we saying that it didn't create a monster, you know what I'm saying? Because to, to, to comfortably survive the environments that Crip Max survives In and out of prison Prison is not no walk in the park You know what I mean? It's not And, and even the toughest person would be lying if they told you that it was You know, It's, it's no place that anybody wants to be And the, the fact that Crip Mac has money now And constantly goes back in and out of jail Fighting in jail Living that life Like when he doesn't have to it shows how savage his mentality is in that he's pretty much become accustomed to the environment of prison and 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 that is what makes him a monster inside because uh or not not like completely you know he's a good dude but you have to be a monster a, a, a large portion of you for you to just be able to almost love that environment enough to keep going back when you already got it made you got a platform already you got a program for the youth and for the and for the uh, older cats to be involved with so there's a, there comes a certain time when we just have to do better so shout out to crip mac y'all go check his channel out and shout out to him having a child on the way i believe crip mac has a daughter on the way so you know uh congrats to him and hopefully you know he'll just be able to do everything that his father wasn't able to do and make sure that his kid isn't numb to society because no person young or old should be numb to the idea of prison and being in prison you know it's like if you there all right whatever man up do what you got to do to survive handle your time but it's like at the same time there's no place that you just want to be or would intentionally land yourself that would be idiotic you know and the circumstances are are dire and filthy in these places You know what I'm saying Places nobody, nobody wants to be there So it's like The fact that Crip Mac Be comfortable there And then be coming back To, to No Jumper t- Telling his story about How he just got his Front teeth knocked out in, in, uh, Doing a, a light bid You know what I'm saying Like that's crazy to me Like you already got all of this Why are you doing all of this Anyway I want to break down the story of Griselda Records, um, but that would take far too long because there's just a lot involved in the story of Griselda Records. It's, it's, it's an ambitious story that makes you want to hustle, go out there and get it, but then it's very contradicting as well because for people that have escaped so much street life, you would think that they would have a better message. And I said this before about Conway the Machine. You know, his album was dope, but it's like, you still pumping all of this drug talk like you like like you like that like you still doing that like like focus on the art you could paint the picture of certain things but when you completely embody it or make every track about that it's like it's like yo we could be doing a lot better with our time especially when we out here procreating starting families you know we a lot of these rappers got kids a lot of these rappers is fathers and mothers and they're just putting out poor messages On top of that The whole Griselda stamp Brand and logo Is stolen From a family that don't even Didn't even co-sign you guys Using the Griselda name You know 
I'm a fan of the hustle as far as them making dope early to mid 90s sounding hip hop, grimy hip hop music um, and selling it independently and finding creative ways to sell it independently. But whether it's their merch, things like that. Um, but I'm not a fan of people like stealing names, especially family names. That's like like my last name is Curtis. That's like someone makes Curtis records. And they know it's about my family because my family put in work and they're not paying no homage. They're not cutting no checks. They're not trying to set up no meetings to fly niggas out to go meet with them on the strength that they're using my family's name. So I don't respect that. And because of that, it's really hard for me to respect a lot of the joints that come out of the Griselda camp. And some of it be dope, but it's like if it's not if it's not authentic, I can't rock with it. You know what I mean? Jay Marvelous breaks down YG's new video, Scared Money, featuring Moneybag Yo and J. Cole. Uh, everybody check that video out when you get a chance. Uh, check out the actual video. Then check out Jay Marvelous, the YouTuber, uh, breaking down all of the Masonic, Satanic symbolism within the video. Now, in the beginning of the video, there's a meat, a meat building with a door saying open basically saying that uh the masonic lodge doors are open for anyone who really wants to eat in quotations you know uh there's a black man shown on a white horse with his hands tied behind his back with a blindfold on all right in the video Which is pretty much Displaying the blindfold ritual But before we get into that Let's get into the The so-called hustlers The street niggas outside Gambling Throwing dice They gambling Throwing dice Or whatever Doing street nigga shit And they outside Of this whole This whole meat This meat house Slaughterhouse Right Now the doors say Open In red letters Open On both sides Letting you know that you can walk into the slaughterhouse You can see what's going on You can even eat With the people doing the slaughtering But it's up to you To walk in those doors That are open for you So they're hustling It's showing outside It's showing that the average human being So let's take the whole idea of them being hustlers And street niggas out of it These are the civilians right They're hustling by any means I want the dice to represent Your job A 9 to 5 uh, Just doing things By any means uh, To You know Even legitimate means You know To make it in this world And And then there being A quicker way For you to excel Whether it be at your job Or in, Or just in any way That you could have imagined To excel You know what I mean so them going through this door is that escalator to that accelerated rate of progression that they're trying to achieve. And that's what that door represents, the Masonic Lodge doors. So that stood out to me. That's really crazy. Um, again, the blindfold ritual with the black man on his eye with his with his, with his um eyes blindfolded, and then it has the word op, like opposition written on his on his um eyes in red. You know, almost looking like his eyes are bleeding, like the uh, 
Young Thug Slime Season mixtape cover. If that, if that uh, reminds you of that, reminds me of that. And there's no coincidence there. It's because all of these Satanists are doing the same exact rituals and they partake in the same rituals. Now, I, I noticed a similarity with this white horse in this YG video to uh, Nipsey and Lauren London's famous white horse photo shoot right there in, in, in South Central Los Angeles. Uh, you can find Doberman Pinchers in this YG video displayed representing hellhounds. These are real things that actually exist in the dimension of hell, hellhounds. And they're blasphemously wearing Jesus pieces. You know what I mean? We'll get into that later as to why we should not wear Jesus pieces because it pretty much represents the beheading of Christ and us wearing Jesus's head around our necks. But that's a whole other story that we'll get into later. Uh, there's one woman for each dog now, for each Doberman pincher in the video by this big mansion in the, at the front door. There's one woman, one lady for each dog. One woman in white, another in black, representing duality. And the hive mentality is displayed by their hive hairstyles. They have beehive hairstyles to represent the hive, which is a real thing. This is why there's, this is why Beyonce has the beehive. This is why this is a real thing. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, uh, we have to really focus and really realize that uh, if Jesus isn't real. Then why do these Satanists, these Masons Feel so compelled to continue Blaspheming his name And his image, why do you feel it necessary To have to use Jesus pieces Or crosses Or or, or angels Or like why do you, why, why is it necessary if, if 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 you guys are atheists Or, or Masons and don't believe in this Um <laughs> I strongly believe it's time for the society to grow up And stop defending This toxic Masonic satanic agenda that is killing us all I believe YG 1000% sacrificed Slim 100 But before we get into that Let's also talk about the fact that YG's new video For Scared Money Is a cryptocurrency themed video Showing that paper currency Will soon be obsolete Due to a satanic one world global currency You know let's really 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 understand what they putting right in front of you guys And we, we should not trust J. Cole like these fake woke niggas We shouldn't trust J. Cole You know what I mean I don't care how good he is at putting words together He is not Our friend He is the enemy and he is in cahoots with the enemy And all these people that's misleading us You know he is exactly What he depicted um, On his album cover for KOD Okay Which was him being This uh, demonic King leader You know almost in this Pied Piper Type of fashion picking up The young souls of children and Teens and young adults and Just the young generation And uh, them riding around In the sky with him in his Magic flying sleigh Collecting people Collecting people Understand yo this is, and this is J. Cole he did it not me he put it out there I'm just highlighting it you know what I mean this is what your favorite rappers are doing So whether they're ignorant Or whether they come across as conscious They're going to use all types of personalities To To make their way into your heart And make you believe in their message So that you can follow them Period There's no other way to say it 
So back to YG 100% sacrificing Slim 400 YG has a gospel album On the way uh, Called Pray For Me I don't think prayer can help a nigga like YG Once you sacrifice The homies You know it's like Prayer can't save you It's over for you Um, But it's called Pray For Me And I believe he sacrificed Slim 400 For his new sneaker deal these, these Nike Cortez style looking sneakers That he got out And um, I also believe that uh, He sacrificed him because on his Pray For Me album It's full of cuss words And he tried to defend it by saying Jesus wouldn't care if we, if we, if we cussed On a gospel album because we're sinners anyway Well that's Well that's what makes <laughs> That's what separates secular music from gospel music Dumb nigga We gotta stop letting these artists think that they can use their little peanut brains on us And try to convince us that What they're doing is right In any way, shape, or form It's wrong all around the board And the, the moment they try to justify it We need to be strong enough and vigilant enough to shut it down immediately before uh, impressionable minds get a hold of the content and, and 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 start going crazy with it, applying that to their to their real life, and that goes for anything like with anything that these celebrities is pumping, like even using uh, baby fetal fetal cells, fetus cells um, on your face for skin regeneration. Like I believe it was Sandra Bullock. You can search it on YouTube. Um, where she uses the uh, the baby phallus cells, baby basically <laughs> baby dick cells, um, on her skin. You know that's that's absurd. And the moment we peep anything absurd going on, we need to call it out. And there's a few people that did. There's videos on it. I see a lot of uh, people who deal with the whistle blowing and exposing of this uh, Holly weird lifestyle putting that in some of their videos but it needs to be way bigger and broadcasted way more than I see it um, because these celebrities still have too much of a fan base with all of the information that's out there there shouldn't be a fan base that, that is consuming and digesting the content that Holly weird keeps on putting out so loyally you know what I mean like the ratings for American Idol are through the roof even though they know that they have these people, these like Jennifer Hudson sacrificing their whole families just to get a piece of the pie. You know, look that up if you don't know anything about it. Um, it's just crazy, man. Um, I'm not gonna hold y'all too long today. You know, uh, we're going for about an hour and then we, you know, we cutting it. I was driving in the car and I heard Baby Shark. If you don't know the Baby Shark song, look it up. I'm. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing it, but but this is like a a mainstream radio station. I'm talking about like all of the gangsters, all of the hot girls, all of the people that get money in the city listen to this station, and and they got Baby Shark playing in the mix, and they trying to find all way all type of ways to make it sound cool, chopping it up, but it's showing the dumbing down of society and how they are intentionally inserting. Audio that is meant for toddlers, for for children that are three to five years old, 
putting it into the mix. Now I can understand like um if you're a parent, you know what I mean, and 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 you're you got a baby on board in the car and you're playing that for your your, your kid to jam out to. Different story. Your mix makes sense. But we're talking about like people that's on the road handling business. Some person probably just picked up five pounds. He driving on ninety five and Baby Shark come on, and he he's listening to this station to hear the next little Dirk song or or whatever song supposed to come on next in the rotation, and Baby Shark come on. It's an insult to our intelligence as a society, and it's showing us how dumbed down we have become and what we're willing to accept. The moment we can sit in the car. And listen to Baby Shark Is the moment We are doomed The moment Kanye invites Pete Davidson To Sunday service Instead of giving him the hands And just pulling up on him Is the moment We are doomed We have to understand Our demise has already begun And it is inevitable Unless more people like myself Step up to the plate or people in power with the financial status who share the same sentiment and mentality and frequency as myself step up to the plate. Anyway, we about to get into the song of the day and then we're going to talk about the 2019 movie by Disney called Abominable, which is pretty much about an abomination. And it's a kids movie So uh, we're going to tap in real quick and talk about that But first we're going to uh, get this song of the day out the way And we are going to be listening to Grind My latest release off of my EP Eat Which will be available soon Grind is out now on all streaming platforms Y'all let me know what y'all think about it Y'all heard it here first Boom! Smell like love in the air. She got me pulling her hair. Shorty, I'm full of that. Only Zaza around here. She a bye bye, I swear. She got no kind of fear. Whatever you ain't do yet, better believe she gon' take it there. She wanna grind. She say I'm what's on her mind. Thinking about making you mine. As long as you hit my line. Baby, you know you're so fine. Baby, wanna freeze up your wrist. Too bad a nigga can't freeze time. Trying to recline, I got the time. Mommy so fine. Got every nigga in the hood standing in line. I'm trying to find me a wifey, you got the features. Shorty won't fight me over these treasures. That's how I know she'll keep a look. We want to dime, but you won't give me the sign. No boo 112 crime. Free all the time. Before you met me, huh? You was free all the time. Now you design it out. She's so grateful, I'm all on the spine. She faithful, that's why I'm thinking about calling her mine. She wanna cry. She like how I shine. Bright as a diamond. Now is the time, and I'ma get mining. You say you're lucky, gone. So you know tonight I'm mining. Grind on me. 
Y'all was feeling that That was the joint of the day Grind by King Jewel uh, That joint is out on platforms everywhere As a single currently So if you were digging the song You can go get it on your favorite platform Spotify uh, iTunes Pretty much anything you could think of It's on It's on every platform right now And it will be one of the featured songs On the 12 track project Titled Eat So y'all look out for that Eat is gonna be crazy Um, We just gonna wrap things up By just you know <laughs> I was pretty much talking about Our inevitable uh, inevitable demise uh, And the, the path that we're on This destructive path that we're on um, How we handle things how, how the people who are supposed to be leaders Handle things and then we're going to dig deep on the next episode And really just talk about what Kanye's Sunday service is even really about The same Sunday service he wanted Pete Davidson to pull up to You know, I, I'm just not with the internet activity I don't see how Kanye can do all of this talking on the internet And he got this He got this 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 dude Pete looking more, more like the real nigga And he the white boy So it, that's, listen Kanye got to get it together. Kanye is a is a leader. He's a billionaire, and he is a genius, um, arguably. But I, I I put him in a genius category. Um, we expect our people of that stature to move much more responsibly. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just a testament to where we are in society. If even the so-called geniuses um, just don't know how to maturely handle. Life situations uh, And navigate Gracefully through them This is something Kanye And many celebrities like him Fail to do repeatedly It's a cycle that continues to be repeated Whether it's due to, to ego Having a shallow Hollywood mentality I don't know Or maybe that's just how all of these Satanist masons get down um, All I know is they're sparing nobody, not even the kids. You know, whether it's coronavirus or it's the imagery that's being put out, even in these Disney movies. 2019, it went right over my head. There's a movie that was released called Abominable. And Abominable is obviously about an abominable snowman. But if you really do some deep digging into the etymology, the root word of the word abominable, abominable. Means an abomination A being that is unmoralistic To be unmoralistic means to lack morals And if you lack morals Then you're not instilled with the Ten Commandments And you're not in, in, in alliance And in ordinance With living a, moral, a moralistic life And having mor- a moral compass We all are born with a moral compass And if you lack a moral compass Then you do not know right from wrong and you are literally a walking sin, an abomination. So, the fact that they're introducing this 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 level of vernacular, vocab to the youth, 
and really not explaining what abominable means. How can you name a movie abominable and not really get into what abominable means? I think it's irresponsible on the parents' part that this, there hasn't been an outrage about it to begin with. And the, the sad thing is, it's going to be the people who aren't even parents yet. Like, I plan on having plenty kids, but I'm not a parent yet in all reality. And I'm still telling a lot of niggas how to raise their kids through this podcast and out and outside of this podcast. You know, uh, we, we got to do better, y'all. But anyway... I'm going to catch y'all on episode 10. This has been officially episode 9. Nigga, we made it. We're going to keep rising. We're going to keep climbing. We're going to keep getting to it. I apologize for the little holdup. Normally, I, I get to y'all by Sunday, but um, them orders are getting shipped out. We're going to talk about that as well. Um, just being an entrepreneur, I'm shipping mad orders out of merch. We got a lot of merch being shipped out. Orders are coming in and... Um, we can talk about streamlining yourself, monetizing, uh, building on an entrepreneurial level, finding different hustles and what hustle really works for you. You know, a lot of people feel like they might have stepped outside of the nine to five to do their own thing, but fell flat on their face. Not because they're not hustlers, and, but because they, they were hustling the wrong product. It's like, you know, you stick to what you know or you find something that's your niche. Some people might have not found their niche yet and, and know the product that's in demand. So, you know, be patient with yourselves, people. Be patient with yourselves. Allow yourself time to grow. And, um, and yeah, you know, we're we, we going to build on the next episode. I want to talk about everything. I want to get more in-depth about relationship problems uh, from a female's perspective and from a male's perspective and what we can do to, to find common ground you know, and, and, and resolution behind a lot of things that can be resolved without having to uh, handle things immaturely like we do, which leads to breakup or which leads to never, ever fucking with that person ever again in your life. You know, it happens to all of us. We're all human, but during this human experience, it's about how we can help each other. Each one teach one. So you guys tune in. We're going to have a little bit of relationship advice on the next episode. And we also will be, of course, talking about our favorite strains of the week. So, peace, love. You guys support, support, support. Hit the cash app. Send any amount that you feel is necessary, that you feel I deserve for uh, enlightening you guys with this incredible conversation. If you found it insightful, educational in any type of way, entertaining even, uh, shoot me a cash app. Dollar sign King. Jewel TB, as in Time Bomb. King Jewel TB. Peace, love, and until the next episode, y'all.